Really? How do we pipe down, actually? Me, I need to pipe down a bit. Why? It sounds like I'm yelling at people all the time. <laughs> it's like it's like an like inner rage or something. But that's your normal Kevin <laughs> voice. That's how people know. I know, I know. <laughs> it doesn't feel good. Uh, uh, I think that's a good place. It's this irritating beeping noise that keeps going off here. It feels like I'm about to get locked up for something I didn't do. Oh, uh, that's just <laughs> your conscience speaking. Um, good day and welcome. I think this is probably going to be the last show we'll record for 2018. Oh, could be. This could is be. episode 21 of the Overclock underscore ZA. <laughs> no vowels except for the O <laughs> and the A in ZA. <laughs> Podcast never rambled already. We actually on Meta, the clock. We are on the clock. We are hmm. at Workshop 17. Yeah, it's an interesting shared workspace actually, but it's all too Apple Mac-ish for my liking. Yeah, Very cozy. outside Workshop 17 and we yeah. see the exact structure that we need to contain ourselves in. Right, it's like an inflatable it. igloo yeah, like where we igloo could go inside and record the podcast. Thing. Mm. Anyway, Gavin, mm. whew, so many things happened to this week. This True. week, last week. True. Um, let's put five minutes on the clock and hit us off with changes in Parliament. Yeah, so I mean, ordinarily we do try and steer clear of political stuff, except for when it intersects directly with ICT, as it does in this case. So, there was a lot of furore when former President Zuma split up the communications portfolio from the post and telecommunications portfolio. Both of them had a tech component, the communications portfolio ended up being broadcasting in the SABC, whereas the telecoms component ended up being the arguments about uh, radio frequency spectrum and MTN and Vodacom and all those people. So there were these two government departments which Zuma split up, we think, because he needed to control the SABC more closely for propaganda purposes. Anyhow, um, his uh, cabinet reshuffle, uh, President Ramaphosa has now announced that he'll be re-merging those two departments together, for which you know the ICT community is rejoicing, yes. except that it only happens after the elections in March. So it's like, it seems like an awful long way away, and you know we've still got to get through all the elections with the SABC propaganda, non-propaganda machine rolling and so on. Has the so, CEO resigned? <laughs> well, no, they just, he, because he's the president, he can just push people out. So he's appointed Stella Ndebeni Abrahams, who is not a completely unknown entity in that she's been involved in the telecoms portfolio for a really long time, just behind the scenes. So we're delighted that at least it's someone who knows the background to all the important issues. Um, ICASA and regulation, uh, radio frequency spectrum, um, SABC broadcasting, digital terrestrial television. These are the important issues for the ICT sector, and she's familiar with all these issues. Mm. So we'll see how we proceed from here. Okay, that's pretty cool. Thanks for that little update, Kevin. So we'll just wait and see. What I happens. mean, yeah, I mean, it really matters because when 5G comes out, for example, which I mean, we can oh. hold our breath for a while, it could be a while, <laughs> but um, that really should spell much cheaper, much faster broadband. We'll see if it plays out like that with the right kind of regulation, perhaps it will. That affects everyone. The fact that the SABC should function properly also affects everyone. Digital terrestrial television affects everyone. These are important issues for every consumer. Mm. This is true. This is true. And moving on, cryptocurrency, Gavin. I see you made a little note, but I have a little counter note for you. Okay, no, you, well, you go with your counter note. Well, all, all I took notice of was that all the cryptocurrencies, that's Bitcoin and those things for people who Ethereum don't know what they are, and yes, they are falling through the floor. And it's, I'm questioning for the first time whether, in fact, this is, this is in fact, a failed concept. I, I mean, I always believed this was going to survive in some way, shape, or form. And for the first time, I'm questioning whether cryptocurrencies have actually come and are busy going. But I, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be one of those big money spinners, but um, Bitcoin closed $1 trillion in trading. 
Yeah, I know, but it's also trading at about four dollars or something like that. Where it was at one stage trading at eighty dollars. So yeah, you know, it's, I, like, it's hard to see what what sort of form, but or cryptocurrency is going to take. Um, but but I think there, there there are a few definite like positives out. Like yeah. there's a lot of like con. There's a lot of guys trying to put it in the hands of the the lesser. True, uh, true. It's economically, almost, yeah, it's almost like a form mobile. of economic empowerment yeah. if you can, because you can break down existing economic structures, which really is what keeps the poor poor, frankly. Yeah. So, um, so there is that on the one hand, um, and on the other hand, we see that all the big banks, you know, Standard Bank, Nedbank, all these people have got cryptocurrency divisions who are actually buying and trading the stuff, almost like they're hedging their bets against this becoming a big thing in the future. So they haven't written it off, obviously. Perhaps we shouldn't either. Yeah, yeah. We just don't. I don't think we understand it well enough. No, no, not yeah. nearly. Mm, agreed. Um, then ooh, Microsoft overtaking Apple <laughs> as oh, the most valuable I mean, tech company. It's all a bit meaningless because it's all the share prices jumping up and down, and it's all market sentiment and so on. But what's important, I think, is that. Um, there's a bit of speculation that Apple's a little bit on the skids because its iPhone sales aren't yes. as big as they used to be. Personally, I don't think that matters as much as them owning you know, a piece of everyone's ass. I think but iPhone is their biggest product. It is, it, is. It, it is, but increasingly it matters less and less to them. iPhone is just a way to get you to pay for the iTunes radio service and this service and that service I, I, and more I, iCloud I, I, and I, I more other, I all the other features. I don't think iPhone is the big money spinner for them. I think that's the product that no, they sure, sell. Sure. Like the Mac business is kind of in the toilet right now Yeah. because the PC guys are really caught up with them. Yeah, but my, my analogy is always when television came out, the big names were the people who made TV sets, RCA and... Telefunken and all these people. Where are they today? They're nobody today. What matters now is all the networks, the networks that produce the content for the yes. television. Yes. So the people who make the televisions have become, you know, just a commodity. So, I mean, we must look at the iPhone in the same way, perhaps. It's important. It's fascinating what the iPhone is today, but the services behind it are what's going to make money in the future, yeah. I suspect. Yeah. Um, um, so, so Microsoft overtakes Apple because Microsoft managed to break out of its problem, which was that it was just a Windows company and then the Microsoft Office company. Yeah, it now it's a software like a company. services company. Yeah. I think Azure is probably the, the and, and golden, golden goose right now. Yeah, and most people who remember who Microsoft was just remembers Windows and Office yeah. and Excel and so on. And the fact is, that's not who Microsoft is anymore. That's a very small fraction of their business. They're really into web services. So. Cool, and that's time on the signal, oh, Gary. It's all done. Yes. Uh, Gavin, mm. I'm going to put five minutes on the clock, mm. and I'm going to talk about yes, you Samsung are. Pay. Yes, I'm going to ask difficult questions. <laughs> ask, ask away, sir. No, 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 you go, you go. <laughs> so Samsung Pay, obviously every high-end Samsung phone, I think from S7, Galaxy S7 is equipped with obviously NFC, so they can do like the tap and go stuff, and then they use a technology called MST, which kind of clones your card's magnetic strip. So you can use it on pretty much any point of sale machine that accepts your card. So I've had mixed success. It's starting to swing maybe 60, 40 now in terms of like. Okay, well talk us through the process. You've got your Samsung phone. Yes. You're now at the coffee shop. You've yes. bought you need to be the cappuccino. In country, what do you do now? Standard Bank or an EBSA. Right. Customer. Okay. It doesn't work for anybody else okay. if you're standard bank. So, so right you now. walk up to the toll point and what do you do then? And then you tell them I'm going to pay by card. Then they I look at you confused. And yeah. then I was like, Samsung Pay. And then they're like, hey, we don't do that. And it's like, no, you do. Okay. Let me try. Right. So, so I, I found this little recipe. If you need to insert the chip card to start the transaction right. with the point of sale, mm. then it won't work. 
Mm. Like 90% of the time, that is what undoes it. But if the toll is connected to the POS, so they can generate the sale on the toll, and then mm. you just need to pay via the point of sale machine, mm. then you can either, if it is a tap to go thing, just tap it. So what you, now you're tapping the phone tapping on the, phone on on the machine that you normally put the card into. Yes. Yeah, okay. Or you hold your phone where you'd normally swipe the card. Right, yeah, so instead of sticking the card in the tail end of the machine like yes. you do, sometimes you slide the card down yes. the side of the machine. So then the now you way. Yeah, so now you're taking your phone and you're placing it against that that, yes. that stripe. Sometimes thing, yeah. Woolworths, I know Woolworths new POS machines, you need to kind of do mimic the a swiping. Oh, I see. Yes, I, I, okay. I don't so so this is using the NFC on the phone no, to this communicate. Is, this no. is using the MST technology. So okay. it's another radio that's kind of Sending out the magnetic. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Um, field, and then that is cloning right. your card information. Right. So first, you have to have a an upper end Samsung phone yes. from S8 upwards, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Then you have to be an FNB or no, an ABSA, ABSA or a standard bank. ABSA or standard bank customer. Yes. Then you go to the point of sale. You convince the person that this is going to work. Yes. Ninety percent of the time, they'll be like. Hey, no? I, w- I need to learn this. Yesterday I had a moment in yeah, Vida, yeah. at Vida E where the guy was like, we don't do this. And yeah. I'm like, yes, yes you, you do. do. He's like, uh, okay, uh, let's try. Okay. <laughs> so now you're taking the phone and you're either placing it against the, the, the place where you slide the yes, card you slide or you're just card. touching the phone onto the, if it, the if actual it is a card machine, machine. Yes. right? Okay. And then what happens? Then, normally if you slide it, it will tell you to fill in the missing digits. So what happens is, when you upload your card into Samsung Pay, right, then it gives you a digital number, like it's another card number, but okay. it's, it's kind of like just to access the tokens that the bank right, keeps giving okay. So then you kind of have to fill in, they'll put like blanks, like stars and blanks, okay. so the blanks, you have to fill in the blanks, like from that number. Right, yeah. so how many digits will you have uh, to, like four or five? Normally about four, or, okay. four to six, right. the most okay. that I filled in was six, where it okay. was like one number wow, here and like a string oh, of three and then like one number there. Yeah. Right, okay, so now you're punching in those numbers on the normal card yes. machine, okay, and that concludes the transaction? Yes. Okay. And so, what, then the person still starts going off as though it's all gone through? Yes, and then okay. it approves, and then you get a message on your side. Okay, and now the toll person's looking at you a bit weird, because they didn't even see you take your card out and stuff. Yes, you just, like, touch it with blown your phone. Away. And, yes. okay, Most, normally, right. the, the response is, hey, technology nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was a little racist, I think. Uh, yeah, just because of that little expression yes, you yes, used yes, at the yes. beginning, but okay. I'm, I'm sorry, I uh, apologize. Yes, he's not that way, really. <laughs> uh, okay, um, right, so that is the Samsung Pay method. Now, yes. we know that there's supposed to be an Apple Pay method that will work very similarly, that hasn't quite got here yet. Apple Pay knows? is just NFC. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, who knows when it will get and here? And then FNB I mean, is also just yes. NFC. Now, that's a whole different thing. Again, you're using the FNB app on the phone. Yes to do the whole same thing you did. But of course, apparently you can also do this with Fitbit and Garmin watches, and they also both work. So yes, you link that to the FNB app, and then you can use that freestanding. What does that mean? You, you're wearing the Garmin, you're wearing the yes. Fitbit watch, and what? And you, you touch that onto the yes. onto the yes. card machine. Okay. Yeah, I've phone. actually taken the app off of my Fitbit because I am oh. a standard bank customer. Okay, but I mean, all, all this points to a whole lot more tapping and going, yes. really. You're just tapping your watch on the thing, you're tapping your phone on the thing, but yes, it's yes, a lot yes, less yes, handling of wallets. And so so, mm. so Pick and Pay has been quick on the uptake with mm. the tap to pay 
Right. Okay. So, so it's not just at the Vida now, you're at the Pick and most, Pay, right? Most okay. of the, the, the POS machines mm -hmm. are Tap, tap mm -hmm. and Pay, mm -hmm. Daddy. But Woolworths mm. has weirdly gone in a different direction where they've just upgraded all their POS thing and it's and not, not NFC in enabled. It's the weirdest okay. thing in the world. Now I that, don't understand it. See, that kind of flies in the face of um, these stats I got from F&B. I was very impressed with yeah. these stats. Let me read you some of these. Um, so so F&B have just uh, broadened their, their tapping to, to use feature. You can now get cash out the machine by tapping your FNB bank card on the machine. Yeah. So this is important, I think, because it stops those people who uh, try and scan your card and steal your bank details when you slide the card into the machine. So now FNB pioneered the whole um, tappable card thing. You walk up to the, uh, the ATM, you tap it with your card, and now it comes your cash. In the same way you can use your card at the pick and pay, you go to the pick and pay, you tap with your card, and you pay, and so on. So, so FNB has been quite progressive in this. Um, you can now draw cash at 100 FMB ATMs, but they say um, there's been 1 billion rands worth of contactless payments from 5 million transactions on FNB credit and debit cards alone. And they also mention that they support the Garmin and the Fitbit thing. So yes. I guess that what that means is if you're a Garmin or Fitbit user and you have an FNB account, then you can get it all working yes. in perfect if harmony. Yes, you have a high-end Garmin or mm. high-end Fitbit. So, so here we're talking about FNB simply using the card to tap on things. The problem here, obviously, you still have to get your wallet out, get yes. your card out, and so on and so on. That's the beautiful so thing about Samsung Pay. Like yesterday, yeah. I was convinced that when I got out of the car, <laughs> it's like, where is my wallet? My wallet's uh -huh. not here. And I have my daughter with me, and she's like, so now we have to go back home. And I'm like, yeah, I have my phone. <laughs> Let's go try. And then I ordered the coffees, and uh -huh. then I then I thought I was going to run into a lot more trouble than I did. And it was fine. All happened. Okay. But then I found that my wallet had actually wormed itself into one of those crevices in okay. next to your seat. But, and, yeah, but I mean, there, there were these funny kind of um, studies done that shows that people will more likely leave home without their wallet than without their phone, yeah, which is kind of very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're more conscious of it. Yeah, you're more conscious of it. your lunch you just had. Yeah, or, or finding all the maps where yeah, you're and, supposed and to be. And it's also very convenient, like in the gym, where... Although it doesn't work that often because my gym still uses like a scanning, mm -hmm. a code scanning thing, mm -hmm. and it doesn't read the, the OLED screen that well. Ah. So I've uploaded my gym card as one of like my because you can upload like loyalty cards as well. Oh, okay. Like all oh, and then like one and then and then tap them yes. at places. Yes. I see. Yes. It's, it's Have you actually done this? Uh, no, but you could in theory. I could in mm. theory. Mm. Yes. And okay. like I, I got like two. Clinical vouchers. Okay. So it's in like what two three movies of promotion they were running. I so see. there's always like these promotions that they run if you like tap a certain number of times mm. in like a certain time period. Right. Then you get like now, free stuff. Now here's what I don't understand. Why does FNB want you to take your card out and tap it on the point of sale when you could like use the FNB app on the phone and tap that instead? I don't Maybe know. Maybe you can. You I can. Yeah. You can. So you can tap with your phone you on the can. FNB app. We're not. Well, we strongly suspect yeah, that I, you I, should be able to. I don't. Yeah. I don't get what what FNB's end game is. Yeah. Because really. they were like the digital. Yeah, bank. I they think that's like the thing. First they just. They just. For, like, yeah, they just want to demonstrate like technological leadership and all. Things. Close yeah. the deal with Samsung. Yeah. Samsung asking them for something that they're not willing yeah. to do. Yeah, wonder. Oh, I don't. I don't get it. Maybe there are wheels within wheels that we don't know about. Okay, mm. now be that as it may. Um, okay, how are we doing for time there? Um, we 
are out. Yes, we are good. out in that segment. That was that was actually brilliant. Uh-huh. I think I think people got a lot of a good sense of like what Samsung. Yeah. Saying, so like so look out for using your phone to pay for things in the future. It's, it's, it's beautiful. A year it's or two from thing. now, you won't have to have any of this explained to you. You will have done it. Yeah. Right. This piece of tech you saw this week, Kevin. Yeah. I hope you're going to contribute something here. I hope you are. I what about these lights and things that you're buying? I bought what I about this? actually sold seven oak. No? It's a seven oak LED rechargeable light. Mm. So it's like it's about the size of a credit card. Right, obviously holds, thicker than a credit card. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. hundred and ninety LEDs on it. Right. And it gets pretty bright. 190 LEDs? Jeez. Yeah. Okay. It's tiny LEDs. All right. But it gets, it gets pretty bright. I actually blinded myself in the car. Oh, right. So it's for, <laughs> so it's for filming. Yes. Right. Yes. So you flood the area with light. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of just like your face. And then I bought two so I can like illuminate something else. In right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Oh, just like flexibility. Okay. Stuff. So this is all for your, um, that guy. Yes. Yes. Mm. That opinion guy from my YouTube channel. Yeah. I'm, I've been so slow on the video editing because it's yeah. a lot of work. I've it's tried. a lot of work because it's long and yeah. Yeah, and I've been trying to add my iPad properly into my workflow mm. by using my wireless data storage situation at home. Oh. And Apple is not the greatest. Ooh, with that, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Apple, Apple and stories is generally irritating. If, if, if you need to like move high volume files okay. from like one device to another. It's All right. just so, it's not jamming. So you bought bright floodlights with yes. dozens and dozens of LED bulbs yeah. placed in one small container yeah. so you can use light things. Okay, so here's what I found. Makes your thing look just pedestrian, <laughs> man. It's like this thing is so simple and yet such a genius idea. So there are these two things that I really, really dig. So I have a flash drive that has a full-size USB port on the one side yes. and a USB-C port on the other side. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you know, so you can plug into the into the PC, and then you can plug into the phone, plug into the PC, and move stuff quickly between them using yes. the flash drive. Then there's another thing, which is an adapter for a micro SD card, right? So it's it's got a big uh, full-size USB port on the one side and then a slot on the other side. Yes. So you can stick the micro SD card into the slot and then into the USB port. Uh, Port on the yes. on the thing on the PC. Now I have one that does both. You take the micro SD card, you put it into this adapter thing, and this adapter thing has a full size USB port on the one side and a USB C port on the other side. So you, can take, <laughs> so you can take your micro SD card and plug it externally either into a phone or into a PC. It's so clever. So it's got those two things that I had before now combined into one. Isn't that clever? This is madness. It's really clever. The, the best thing that I thought is I'm just in closing yeah. just to blow you out of the water yeah. because you're bringing some mess <laughs> out of my brain and can't compute why you would need the type C. You could just use like an OTG. I, why? No, no, no. No, it does OTG. So sir. many things. Okay, all right. All right. right, right okay, what, what you got better? The DJI Osmo Pocket. I right. want that thing so badly. Right. I want it so badly. Uh, how so big is the whole contraption? It's this. It's, it can fit in your palm. Damn. It's about the size of a GoPro. Okay. You guys know what an Osmo is. An Osmo is like a gimbal thing. Yes. It's a handheld gimbal. Yes. Yeah. 
So I have just bought the Osmo Mobile 2, which is okay. a gimbal that you stick your phone in. Right. And then literally the next day, DJI launched. So what I love about DJI is, I've said it before, they are the masters of their crop. No one can touch True. them right now True. at what they do. But they still act like they're being actively hunted. Yes, okay. <laughs> they, they're still hungry. They're hungry for they leadership. Yeah. Up product of Maybe you should explain to people who DJI is. Most people uh, haven't actually encountered they, DJI at the level so, we have. So mm. if you know, like, drones, yeah. they're the biggest name in consumer Yeah, they're drones. basically the iPhone of drones. Yeah, so they mm. do the Mavic and the Spark and the Inspire yeah. and the Matrice and, like, a whole range from super professional high-end yeah, Hollywood Yeah, filming, like, you know, James Bond, like all the way down to... They, mm. they just actually bought Trello or they... Adopted the Trello brand, so they uh -huh. do like little miniature 800 grand things That's as well. Drones that fit in your palm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm. So they are the absolute leader. The They're absolute the iPhone leader in terms of drones. Of like quality, mm -hmm. usability, it's just amazing. So what they've done now effectively is they've taken the three axis gimbal off mm. of the Mavic Air mm. and they've just mated it to like a big battery mm. and a little computer mm -hmm. and a small, small screen and they're selling that as like an action camera thing now. So it's oh, a handheld. So it's the camera. It's, it's all in one and camera. the grip and so everything. So it has like a 1 over 2.3 inch. So it's like a smartphone size okay. sensor. So, so it doesn't... 4K at like right. 60 frames per second. So it doesn't actually have anything to do with drones per se. This is more about the photography side and yes. the filming yeah, side yeah. of what DJI achieved. Yeah. Okay, but, right. But fine. you can see that this dro this gimbal is like directly ported so, from... So a gimbal, like for those who don't know, allows the camera to sort of float without shaking yeah, from yeah. side to side. It floats. So even though you're jerking up and down, the, the lens yeah. kind of floats more than jumps. Yeah. Across mm. the axis, it will stabilize itself. Yes, self-stabilizing, yeah. right. Okay, so, so you've bought one of these. A no, handheld one. Oh, you want to. It's 7,000 Rand. I oh, my goodness. I just had to spend 9,000 Rand on my car oh last week. Okay, I'm, as not, you, I'm not spending that As you pointed out, too. that's the same as buying <laughs> brand new GoPro, which yes. has got all that stabilization built into it. So now not you have really. to choose. There you have electronic stabilization, so it's like digital mm. stuff, which is just kind of cropping in. and It's not mm. as good as, a, as physical... Like okay, on. okay, a thing that actually floats on three axes. Yeah, and this yes, thing is okay. amazing. It has like a selfie mode where it does all like the face tracking. Oh stuff. man, you're like and such a geek, man. It's like I wanted because I wanted it justifying little, it, it has, to myself. It has a little dongle uh -huh. that you can see. So it has a tiny, tiny, tiny screen that yeah, you yeah. actually see mm -hmm. stuff. Just to frame your shot, yeah, yeah. And the, the menu comes yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a little dongle that it comes with mm -hmm. that fits into a slot in the thing. Mm -hmm. And it has a Type-C port mm -hmm. and you can just stick your phone next to it. And nice. it will actually hold the thing against Damn. your phone so you have like this massive viewfinder and then you can like do all these amazing new okay, things. Okay, and can, can, you, can you film on, t uh, will, you, will you capture data onto the yes. phone? Oh, I see. Yes. So that's the idea. And the USB Type-C port at the bottom Damn. is mic ready. <laughs> Okay. I'm, I'm sold on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know you can 7,000 rand. Jeez, you got a lot of money lying around, sloshing around. I wish. Oh. I need to make all that money by writing Man. for the best tech magazine. That's, in that's it's right. It's actually called Tech Magazine. That's right. That's tech good. Magazine, the most widely read tech <laughs> magazine in the country. It's big, folks. Big. Cool. And that, 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 I think that's time on us, Kevin. That's us. We're, um, we're out here. We're off to a Heavy Chef event where they have polled and counted votes for the five greatest startups in the country. And we're going to see who those five greatest startups are. Maybe we'll tell you about it the next time around. Cool. Thanks a lot. Um, that opinionguide.co.za. Get there. Get informed. Awesome. See you guys uh, maybe next year. Maybe, maybe we'll do a sneaky one next week. Okay. Bye now. Bye.